93.1 WTJS Alamo, the talk of Jackson. Welcome to the show where we uncover the blueprint of success and the business tools you need to achieve the American dream. Helping people turn passion and dreams into money-making machines. This is Strictly Business with Chase Channel. Now, here's Chase. What's going on, everybody? You heard the man. My name's Chase Channel, and this is Strictly Business. Hanging out in studio, Uncle Sid is back. Uncle Sid, how you doing? What's happening? Isn't it feel great that it's Friday? Uh, well, yeah, man, but I mean, Friday's uh, Saturday to me, Saturday's Monday to me. That's a good point. Just another day when you're closing deals, right? That's right. On today's show, we're going to talk about becoming the most elite version of yourself, and Uncle Sid's going to guide us through that. And also, you can uh, catch us at TalkLegends.com. We've been heard in 18 countries and growing, Uncle Sid. That is awesome. Uh, when you're putting out a positive message, you only want to help people, right? You know, Zig Ziglar said, you help enough people, it'll come back to you. So that's what we're here for is to try and give people the nuggets and the information that they need to, to move on past and uh, how not to get browbeat by your buddy, such as Chase. <laughs> you know what's uh, really cool is the city that has like the fourth most amount of listeners besides like Jackson, uh, Milan, is New York City. Really? Isn't that funny? Wow. You think they just like our accent? Well, I know my list is pretty heavy there, so probably. Maybe that's true. Uncle Sid's got a lot of followers in New York City. so that, That's our boy Todd Friedman. So shout out to you, New York. We we see you, and we're glad you're tuning in. We see you. We, we see you. We see you. That's Chris Castle, man. Let's give him a little round of applause over there in, uh, in New York City. New York City, everybody. So Uncle Sid, we're going to talk about being the most elite version of ourselves. But before we do that, we want to play a few calls from the hotline. If you haven't heard about it, it's 888-77-CHASE. That's 888-77-CHASE. All you got to do is call. You'll hear a little jingle. You'll hear a beep, and then you leave a message, and then we'll air it on on uh, the radio next week, just like these. Hey, Chase. So glad you're back on the radio. I love listening to you. Keep it up, bud. Hi, Chase. This is Lewis. I just want to congratulate you on a great show last week. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, but I had a couple questions kind of to get to help me out here. I don't want to roll around in the mud too much with you, but if you could kind of give us some do's and don'ts for social media, like what's acceptable to post, what's not. Um, I'm trying to get something off the ground and up in the air, and I just want to go the, the route of social media, and I kind of need to know what avenues I need to take and how do I just put it back up in the air so just get it up there so everybody can see it and, and enjoy my new product but if you could kind of give us a rundown um, like I say I don't want to get too muddy but uh, of what uh, do's and don'ts for our social media goes um, love to hear some more about that so uh, keep up the great work I'm really looking forward to the show thank you so much Hola Chase, te habla Verónica de Colombia y estoy tan alegre que has vuelto al Chase Channel Show. Eh, me fascina escucharte y espero escucharte mucho más. Gracias. Hey guys, got a phone one for you. What's more important? Right now, I need more employees. Uh, then I have. The business necessitates more people. So do I slow down on my advertising or do I keep going with my advertising and, and hope I find the right people to put out there? Uh, that's the conundrum. I can't wait to hear your... And that's how you do it, folks. 888-77-CHASE. That's 888-77-CHASE. Some great comments and questions. Man, we have listeners all over the world, Uncle Sid. You hear that? I do, man. I don't understand Spanish, but it sounded nice. Well, uh, te amo. Te amo rico ton, papi. 
Uncle no. said uh, he he does know some Spanish, so uh, well, I'm not fluent until I drink a few beers. That's well, hey, you know we can always uh, we'll get you some in the studio. We're coming to you live from the Talk Legends Studios. You can listen at TalkLegends.com anywhere in the world, or as always, right here on 93.1. There was an interesting question that came in, Uncle Sid, and basically they got too much business, it sounded like. Yeah, I've, I've heard that, and actually I, I've uh, been told that several times. You know, I, I'm one, you know, I'm an offensive player more than a defensive player, but I am a smooth player, so, you know, I believe uh, you never, you know, turning off your advertisers, like turning off your open sign, and generally, when you need more employees, you know, I would ask, uh, you know, how many hours are, you, you know, how much are you putting in? You know, guys will do crazy things like, you know, read the four-hour work week and then check out of work. And you got you to gotta max yourself out before you replace yourself with an employee. And, and, and that's really every employee you have should ultimately, eventually, one day, replace themselves. And their department pays for the, that employee. And they build it up to where it pays for that employee. And therefore, they, they replace themselves. And that's when you become a partner. And that's when they're all living on boats and having a good time and hanging out in the Caribbean with me because their businesses are paying for themselves. You know, that ties right into what we're talking about today, which is being the most elite version of you. You got to be the most elite. And if elite. you're the most elite version of you, you got to be, you got to check those boxes at work too. That, that requires showing up. I, yes, there's supposed to be a work life balance, but man, let's get real. I'll leave you with one of my uh, favorite quotes when it comes to that because that was a great question. And we appreciate everyone who calls and leaves those. Henry Ford once said, a man who stops advertising to save money is like a man who stops a clock to save time. Yeah. So I think that's all you really need to say when it comes to that. You can skip months. Like, you know, we talked about that in December and May. You skip it, it you know, because in, in the car business, especially stopping advertising is straight to the bottom line net. When you're trying to net, you know, squeeze the rag a little bit, sometimes it's, it's good to do. But um, I don't think you should ever, like – fail out and, and, and if and if you are maxed out where you need more employees you need to get, be proactive on hiring another employee if you are maxed out if you're not maxed out then you need to work yourself to the point that you're maxed out before you hire another employee you know what i couldn't have said it better myself and in fact uh uncle sid preach <laughs> amen brother <laughs> <Ta -da! laughs> man i just love the uh the organs testify uncle sid testify you know, it's, you. it's funny. Uh, my name's Chase. We're hanging out. It's a Friday afternoon. Hopefully you're having a good time. And we're going to play a little game today, which is, uh, I guess we could call it, um, this is how the game's going to go, Uncle said. Hold on, a game? We're going to play a game. It's Friday. Oh, okay, so we're some kind of business game? No, well, not exactly. What, what, have you, what are you popping on me here? I see this coming. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to play. We're? You got a worm in your pocket? Well, I'm going to do it over here, uh -huh. and then you're going to answer, okay. and we're going to see how many of them you can get right. Oh, my gosh. So, basically, these are heavy metal versions okay. of theme songs to TV shows. Okay. All you have to do is try to guess the TV show for the theme song. How many are we going to do? We're going to do four of them. So, what's a, what's a pass? Um, I'm going to say three or more. I got to do 75%. I didn't even do that in high school, man. <laughs> we'll see if you get two. If I get two, what? If you get two, then you don't have to do said Secret Sauce this week. I want to do Secret <laughs> Sauce. I want to share that with everybody. What would you like? I don't know. I want I, I want to know what you brought to the table. You mastermind this whole thing, and you did it with no, no, no benefit. Well, I'm kind of excited about this segment. I know, but what's the benefit if I pass? I want to be competitive. Mm -hmm. you, you know, you are a competitive by I nature. Just don't, I don't want to graze and, and just exist. Well, I would offer to do like some type of push-ups or exercise, but then I'd be out of breath. <laughs> yeah, I, I say you got to do four burpees on there. Four burpees on air. Five burpees on air. Well, then we got to take it to seventy percent. <laughs> <laughs> if you get three out of four, I'll do them on air. Oh, Deal? okay. All right. All right, let's get it started off here. All right. Here's the first one. Let's see. All right, here we go. This is too easy. I can't believe I'm giving you the first one this easy. I can't believe I only did five burpees. You know this one, Uncle Sid? I, it'll come to me. <laughs> Let me think. Let me know when you're ready. Can, right. I, can I phone a friend? No, no phone a friend. All right, I'm ready. What's that one, too? Friends. Friends. All right, ding, ding, ding. Uncle Sid's got it right. All right, now this next one. We're going to make these a little bit harder because... Oh, I'm sure. Is it during my lifetime? 
Yes, it's during yeah, your I, lifetime. I know there's not. I know they're going to be so hard that nobody can get them. That's, I'm not Jamal, where I, I have no common sense with music. Well, I I, and I get that, but I just want to make them a little bit tougher, so that as you go through here, it becomes you know we don't want it to be that easy. Uh oh, we don't want them to give away are, any, are you any tips. What is that? No, it's coming on right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting used to this over here. Testify, Chase. <clears throat> okay, here we go. Ooh, I like that. I want to be the very best that no one ever was. Catch them is my real test. You got it? No. <laughs> Nobody would have this. If there's anybody that knows this, call in. Nobody has it. Yeah, I knew you were going to pick impossible. But I'm not picking impossible. Okay, so you don't know this one. There, there's no, I, I knew you had an ironclad deal or you wouldn't have bet five burpees. This, mean, this is the guy that ordered this Chinese is the theme to song to, to Pokemon, to okay? Pokemon? I, I don't know Pokemon. <laughs> All right, this one will be a little bit easier. Oh. Jeez. You know, it, I mean, I have to you make hate it when I tell, hard. I, you hate when I tell you that you order Asian Garden just to have your mail brought up from the mailbox. <laughs> All right, here you go. This is easier. You don't know this one. Hang on. You got to let it play. All right. I have a guess. All right. Let's hear it. I saw this movie. I watched two movies that day. I saw The Gremlins and Ghostbusters. Okay. Uh, what is it? Ray Parker? Ray, Tra- Ray Parker Jr. or something? Well, I don't know. Yeah. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Ding, ding, ding. You got it right on all right, so now as it comes down, you've got two rights so far. Yeah, and I'm sure you got an ironclad one coming down the pipe. <laughs> this one right here is actually from 1971. No, that's from it's from this year. It's current. Oh, I don't okay. watch TV, so I don't. Well, remember. this is it's been going on for a while. I think you you probably will know this one. If you get this right, I got to do the burpees on air. You know I'm not gonna get it right. You might. No, I won't. <laughs> I haven't watched TV in seven years. By the I way, I would say right now. 90% of our listeners know what this is. Game of Thrones? Ding, 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 ding. You got it right, Uncle yeah, Sid. There you go. <laughs> I've never watched it either. That's true. I yeah. gave it away by my yeah, statistics. Yeah, you did. You did, because you got well, weak. You got well, weak. you know. That's all right. Five, five burpees. All right, while I do my burpees, Burpee I'll test. let everyone listen to this. Count them out, Uncle Sid. One. You may help you up. Two. Three. Already taking a break. Already taking a break. Come on. Dude, the house is... <laughs> the cat just went and hid. All right? Come on. One more. Four. There you go. Get up. Get up, boy. Five. Now you feel good. There you go. Now get in that captain's chair and make it happen. Don't you feel alive? <sighs> I can't believe I gave you that. That was easy. That was an easy five. Well, you're lucky. I just, I just know the depth of your creativity, and it wasn't gonna go much past. Well, let's. You know, I think that was a fun game. What do you think, Uncle Sid? Well, because I won, I love it. <laughs> I love all games that I win. Let's give it a round of applause. That was heavy metal trivia. Yay! Uncle Sid's win. And you started it off with this one, Friends. Man, Friends, what a great show, huh? It was brilliant. It was written well. You, you know what other show was written just awesome was Will and Grace. Will and Grace. Yeah, that was a great show. Yeah, I like that one, too. I, know, I don't remember uh, it much, but my, my mother always watched it. Yeah, Seinfeld was a great, great uh, very well-written show also. So we're talking about becoming the most elite version of ourselves. We've taken some of your calls and played them on air. If you want to get yours played on air, whew, man, I'm still tired from the burpees. All you have to do is call 888-77-CHASE. That's 888-77-CHASE. But um, I think it's time that we share in all great things, eventually there comes a crossroads where even some of the greatest of our time, they split up, Uncle Sid. Who? Sometimes, you know, great great things. Uh, co-hosting. Everything sh- comes to an end. And shows, a band split up. 
Every every um, every ending is a new beginning. That's a and, fact. Uh, and Uncle Sid's put a lot of pressure on me about uh, about the show, so we've decided to expand. Okay. And part of that is going to be we're going to be doing an exclusive podcast uh, that you'll be able to hear exclusive content, and it's only going to be available in the podcast format. That way, we can be a little bit more. We don't have to we follow be, the rules. We then. can be raw. Yeah. So we're going to keep it short. We haven't. And that's more for the, even though we're on TalkLegends.com, that's more for the international listeners and everyone. Uh, for everybody, yeah. And we're going to talk about the nitty-gritty uh, peaks and valleys of, of, of true closing. It's going to be Closer Nation. Yeah, it's going to be way more sales-focused, and I think that's a neat thing because we can really niche down. But it'll give us a chance that if you're one of the, the hardcore followers of the show that loves business, that loves sales, that loves closing, then you'll definitely want to check that out. Well, I think by us putting it on the podcast format, I think we're going to be able to, 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 to really get dive deeper. Well, you know, being a salesperson over the years and like, as you know, like you sit at a dealership and there's not much help, right? No. So if I, had, if I could listen to a podcast while yeah. I'm sitting there on the lot waiting on a customer, are you kidding? Yeah. I would have been all over that. Yeah, very valuable. So I think it's a, a really neat thing for many reasons, but I'm excited to do it. And I think it's going to be a fun part of uh, of the show. We haven't come up with a name yet. We should let the listeners name it. Well, we can do that. And if you have suggestions for the name, we'd love to hear them. All you have to do is call 888-77-CHASE. That's 888-77-CHASE. Let me tell you what we're leaning towards. Disruption and and raw. Think think. Put that in the, in the bank when you're thinking of it. It's got to be almost in your face. Yeah, it's not going to be... I came up with something we can't even say on the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, and that's what we're going for. It's like we don't want to be held back from anything because yeah. to be the most elite version of yourself in sales, you can't be. You can't no. care about opinions. You can't nope. care what other people think. Nope. And one of the first lessons Uncle Sid gave me when I was selling cars was he said, remember this, you're not here to make friends. You're, you're here to make money. money. Yep. And he said, don't be out in the huddles. Yeah. You know, if you're out in the huddles, that means you're missing opportunities. Plus, one of the things about the huddles, especially in the dealership world, <clears throat> is it's just like anything in life. The strongest are the ones that are going to influence everybody else. That's right. And so you're going to get mentally manipulated, dominated. Yes, Somebody's going to take the. Somebody's going to. Yeah, take. They're you taking out. that next that next customer. They're going to black you out. Yep. And and that's like that in every business. When we when when we would leave a store back in the day, the, the first thing you would do is call the, their top salesman and go. Man, what I mean, what are you doing? Have you ever thought about management? You could walk right in, fifteen grand a month over here, and just all you had to say is that. Oh, were they hiring? Well, not yet, man. But I think I can serve you up. I'll call you back when it's ready. <laughs> it's, but it's going to happen. Be ready any day, and then just don't ever call them again, dude. That alone, you'd watch their perform their whole numbers just dive because when somebody gets manageritis, they're blacked out. You've been you know totally what it's like. blacked out. Yeah. I know a hundred percent what it's like. Yeah, it's awful, and not just in the car business. Like there's these exact scenarios are in all businesses. Yeah, it is. And you know, I don't care if you're selling insurance or what you're doing, but and, and here's the crazy part: while we're talking business and and, and 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 promotions or whatnot, dude, it's not always the most talented guy. Let's be honest: you don't want to take all your salespeople and make them managers because they're good salespeople. Most of the time, it's who the the boss can trust, and a lot of bosses are afraid to make a real sharp cat a sure. boss. You know, they try and keep people down. I've always been the opposite of that. I've always invited people on my webinars or, you know, I wanted other talents because sometimes people might relate with them better than me. You know, they don't think they can really do what I say or they sound uncomfortable doing it. So I want them to hear other versions of it. And I embrace that. But a lot of it, uh, chiefs don't only want Indians. They don't want another chief. Yeah. It no, terrifies them. You're exactly right. And I think that that's one of those, you know, it's, it's interesting to me because as I've seen over the years that happen, it's like people are scared, right? Yeah. They just don't want to do it. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about being the most elite version of yourself. My name's Chase Channel. The other voice you hear, that's Uncle Sid. This is 93.1. And don't worry, if you're just now joining us, you can go to TalkLegends.com. You can start and stop the show wherever you want. This is the heavy metal version of Old Town Road, Uncle Sid. What do you think? I love the song. We'll, we'll see if it's any good. Hang with us. We'll be back. Riding on a horse, you can 
Listening to Strictly Business with Chase Channel. Thanks for listening to 93.1 WTJS, the talk of Jackson. Don't go anywhere. Chase will be back right after this. What words come to mind when you think of Honda? Reliable should be one. Fun, that's a good one. How about stunning, comfortable, refined? I could go on, but there is one word that sums up every Honda. Quality. In fact, Honda was named KBB.com's 2019 Best Overall Brand. We're proud of honors like that because we know that without quality, nothing else you call a Honda matters. So whether you choose the sizzling Civic, acclaimed Accord, powerful Passport, adventurous HRV, fearless fit, awesome Odyssey, conscientious clarity, remarkable Ridgeline, polished Pilot, or sporty CRV. You know you're getting Honda quality that's truly unmatched. In fact, we make sure of it. So visit your local Honda dealer and get into KBB.com's 2019 Best Overall Brand. Based on 2019 Brand Image Awards from Kelly Blue Book, visit KBB.com for more information. I like me better when I'm with you. You're listening to The Talk of Jackson. For the hottest shows in the Hub City, keep it locked right here on 93.1 WTJS. So what'd you think, Uncle Sid? Did you like the heavy metal version of Old Town Road? Man, I, you know, I was a little little battle maggot when I was a kid, you know, <laughs> like when I was younger, a teenager. I mean, I, I was heavy metal, man. You know, it's funny is I've never really been into it because most people always talk about, they'll say, like, you know how many people dislike heavy metal? Well, because it's not cool anymore. Right now, uh, rap is the new uh, rap is the new uh, uh, metal, really. But uh, you know, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting time to be alive. Certainly, uh, music and media and everything continues to change. And you know, I was watching earlier this week America's Got Talent. They had a couple of the golden buzzers. That's so scripted now. It's very scripted, but damn it's if they like, don't make you cry. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. yeah, it's it's uh it just Dude, you, you why'd you bring me downstairs and make me watch that one? I knew you'd cry. It, dude, I bawled <laughs> like a little baby while I ate my Asia Garden rice. Yeah, it was uh it was uh certainly funny. Asia Garden rice, shout out to Asia Garden. Yeah. Come come on. That's the best, best I think I'm the best customer. You're definitely the best customer, but you're a couple of places best customer. But uh other than Pizza Hut, they didn't they didn't comply with uh delivering to your house anymore. Yeah, if you work at Pizza Hut, we want to talk to you because you banned us from the delivery area and we're very upset about it. Let, let me let me re, re, let me uh reiterate this though. Chase is not a bad tipper. In fact he's an overinflated tipper. Why I don't know, but he does. And I guess I was at a point in my life where I did that. But man, I mean it takes care of these guys. I mean these drivers like love him, right? And, and they go, sorry, we can't deliver. So for a while, there was like a rogue delivery guy that would <laughs> yeah. bring it to you. But now, now he, he's been reprimanded from having yeah. to drive all the way. And, and, and what's weird is they're like 100 feet from Asia Garden. Asia Garden comes here four times a week. Yeah, maybe we could work on a deal where Asia Garden will bring us the rice. Well, and the I told you if I need to talk to Joy, I'd ask for a big favor. I don't ask her for many, but I could ask her for that one. Could you deliver Pizza Hut to Chase for me? You know what really drove me crazy about that, and this is a good lesson, is I called over there and I said, I want to talk to the general manager of the Pizza Hut. And they put me through to a voicemail, no big deal, left a message, no return call. Of course. You know, I mean, it, coward. if you don't want to do something. Yeah, coward. Okay, don't do it, but at least at least listen to what I have to say, right? You, you remember the Tilted Kilt in Buford? Yes. I was with a client there and he ordered coffee. It came out cold. 
it was like a cold pot of coffee. So I, I returned it and I said, we need to get a you know, fresh coffee or whatever. She charged us for two coffees. I said, what are you doing that for? The first one was cold, it was undrinkable. So I asked to talk to the manager. When I went to go try and speak to the manager, he tried to hide behind the door. And I literally went, like, pulled the door back and went, boo! <laughs> You're but gonna, you're gonna. You're kind of an imposing figure, though. Who so. cares? I'm just saying you. you it doesn't can be matter. Intimidating. Hey, listen. There's Did nothing... you have the handlebar mustache then? <laughs> <laughs> I had the wax in the mustache. Yeah. No, but you know, listen. You got to take care of your business. Like, if you're gonna show up, show up. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Like, you, listen. I know you are not always in the best mood, and when you go to work. You don't go frowning at people. No. You smile every time and make everybody feel like a million bucks. And that's what's required of you working in a, in a public scenario or a retail scenario. I call myself the fireman. I say, man, I put out all the fires. That's right. But, but you got to put on your game face, right? It's exhausting. I know like it dealing is. with customer complaints, it, it takes a toll on you. Some of them, yeah, because some of them are legit and some of them are just clowning because they know they clowning. can take advantage of you. You know, one of the things I've found over the years, though, is they just want to vent. Sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, if you just give them a voice... Some, sometimes he, here's what's funny is is when someone's really mad you know what i say what i say okay i got you so so how can i help yeah and they're like well you know and they go back through the entire snare again i go okay no i got you so again how can i help and they're like they don't know what they want <laughs> like you're mad i want to help you they're afraid what to is ask it that you for want? the monetary uh supplement for it is what they're afraid of it's funny how confusing it makes them though well because <laughs> because they want you to come up with a figure because they feel like they would sound greedy if they told like, you well I, I just need 200 dollars and not have to put down the rest of that down payment i'd be okay <laughs> right. I, I think i'd feel better yeah you know what i mean do you know uh i was so good at diffusing customers now our diffusing customers when i was in the car business is a little different see we used to we used to deliver a lot of cars almost knowing they couldn't get financed yeah and so they would put you know people out on the street and have to call and get the car back. Sure. And uh, people didn't know they signed that bailment agreement until you reminded them. But <clears throat> back in the day, where when the car business wasn't near as honest and, and as professional as it is today, um, we would call and say, hey, you gotta come up and sign some paperwork. And when they would pull up, you go, hey, give me your keys, I'll go ahead and take it around back and get it washed for you. And that meant go hide it in the back and put all their stuff in a garbage bag and come back and give them the garbage bag and say, sorry man, we gotta take the car. <laughs> and so, I was like awesome at diffusing the people. So. My, my boss was had a real real uh, talent for like noticing what you're good at and I was kind of like the the dehorse manager right so I'm sitting there dehorsing people you know other people's customers right which paid how much to a commission salesman zero Nothing. but I'm the dehorse manager so by gosh I was the best one right and I remember one so time, tell, tell everyone what dehorse means dehorse means take them out of the car when you can't get them right. financed you know, after they done showed their family and everybody, it's embarrassing, man. Yeah. I feel awful for it. If I feel like I have bad karma from it, but that, that was, you know, I did what I was told, you know? Yeah, that's a lingo term that's been used over the years in the car business yeah. for take someone out of the cars, dehorse them. Right. So here's the, Uncle Sid, the dehorse manager. Yeah, I'm the dehorse manager, right? <laughs> but there was the, one of the last ones I did to where I was like, hey, man, I ain't going to do this anymore. I, they sent me, they called me, I came up there, we need you bad. This is a bad one. Okay, I, I got it, sir. I got it. The dude had a gun and said he wasn't giving up his car. I went out there and I talked the man out of the gun and the car. What the <laughs> heck was I thinking? Well, you know what my commission for that was? Zippo. I don't know, but let's give Uncle Sid an applause. I mean, what was I thinking? <laughs> Uncle Sid, the D-horse manager. All right. You know why they sent me? Because they sent Ken Honey to do another one, and the guy touched his tie, and he beat him up under the Corvette, kicked him. Jeez. And they got in a fight in the showroom. I mean, it was just a different, it was just unruly back then, man. Well, uh, about 10,000 laws later, we have the business that's left today. Right, and, and people are afraid to read the house, and everybody calls themselves introverts now. That's true. Because they, they kept putting rules and laws in place. So we've been talking about uh, being the best version, most elite version of ourselves. And Uncle Sid and I watched a really cool thing on YouTube the other day where the owner of the Atlanta Hawks talks about his experience where he asked David yeah. Goggins to come live with him for 30 days. That's the best interview ever. Joe Rogan? Yeah. yeah. So he's talking, this is the owner of the Atlanta Hawks talking to Joe Rogan, and he, and he explains what it was like having David Goggins live with him for 30 days. But part of that for him was, he said, I was in a funk. Yeah, he said he was in a rut. I was in a rut, and I had to get out of and it. And he was comfortable. He was comfortable. So he wasn't being the most elite version of himself. No. But he was smart enough to recognize that. Dude, all, all wealthy, I'm going to tell you a secret. All super, like elite wealthy people have coaches that give them those nuggets to help them get there. Like he wanted to experience what was it. Because Goggins wasn't even in fit, in shape at that time. He was like a fat body. 
right? But he was running. He did a hundred mile marathon where he ran with broken legs and feet. You know, used the bathroom all over himself. You know, I mean, he was just a mess. But he knew how to take himself to the next level. And some of the things I relate a lot of what Goggin says, but nobody's as crazy as that guy, right? But that's you notice he takes himself into a different place when he talked about you know like being cooked in that steam room, and he said Goggins was whistling Dixie. That's what Goggins does. He takes his mind somewhere else. I'm I'm able to do that. This is something interesting, Uncle Sid. In the NFL, it says almost uh, every American football team has more than one coach, including strength and conditioning coaches. The typical NFL team averages 15 assistant coaches. A college football team generally has nine full-time assistants, two graduate assistants, not including strength coaches. There's only 11 players on the field. Well, the most successful people in the world have a coach. And that's my point. Is yeah. Imagine take Alabama football. Take Nick Saban and all the coaches away. What do we have? Right. Well, let we me, forget uh, that though in our personal lives. Yeah, right. But well, let's. Well, it's funny you say that because listen, I I can help coach you and and getting your sales up or maybe even running a business. But you ask me to be your relationship coach, you're committing suicide, buddy. That's true. You're you're looking for a divorce. I can't give you no relationship coach advice. I can't even give you kid advice. I would be good at that relationship advice. You would, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I don't think you have to be an expert at something Buddy, we're to lost give causes. good advice. We'll, we'll be seeing, we'll, we're gonna that die means with, we've, we're experienced. We're going to die with one. Oh, yeah. We've had, i got stories that will make Jordan Belfort blush. But you know what I'm saying? It's I think that you can use those We're going to die with one rocking chair on our porch, man. Have you heard of the do as I say, not as I do philosophy? <laughs> 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 Knowing the right thing to do and doing it's two different things. I, man, I blame it on my mom. She set the bar really high. <laughs> And I know Kim set the bar high. That's true. She did. Yep. Um, and in fact, keeping the laundry clean, you know, um, this week I went to Gulf Shores, Uncle said. I know. You got to see mom and dad. That was awesome, wasn't it? Your well, sister too, huh? Went down to see my family. We hung out and it was good to see him. And, you know, I don't take vacation really. Well, how long have you been in the car business? 11 Nine, years. 11 years. And dude, I know when I was in the car business, the first time I took three days off was after 14 years in the car business. So you got five days off? Three. Oh, three. Well. So how long has it been? Um, that's long as I long as I can remember, except for the report trip, which was required by work. Yeah, that's not a vacation. That's not a vacation. <laughs> no, but you know, it's they think of it as one. Well, when they would give out trips, I would make sure I won because that was the only way you took a vacation. And back in the day, you wouldn't come back to a job if you took a vacation. Tell them what the real car business vacation is, Uncle Sid. <laughs> uh, between jobs yeah between jobs yeah well that, yeah that too you that's, know, I, that's the only chance you get from dude i you know i had a ritual that i would do if i ever when i blew out of a job i would go to biloxi and i knew either i was gonna be looking for a job on monday or I'd take the month off that's right did uh did you miss miss everyone last week uncle said we missed you on the show well i had to take care of some business i went to spartanburg south carolina is that a nice place not as cool as jackson man yeah. I'm, you know dude i gotta be honest this this uh little town's kind of got my heart now did you see where it came in on the fifth? Uh, it was ranked as the fifth most, uh, what's the word we would use, uh, reasonable place expense-wise to live in America? Really? Jackson is? Yep. Well, I wouldn't doubt that. But you know what was weird is is, is normally I compare everything to Atlanta because that's where I'm from, but I caught myself comparing everything to Jackson. Yeah. And and I, and I even said, man, this is nice, but you would love Jackson. It's, it's got just the right amount of people and just the right amount of traffic, just the right amount of seasons. Like, I never thought I'd move north of the – any further north than Atlanta, I, you know, I'm a, I don't like the cold, right? But but I love the seasons here. I love how it, you get a little bit more of each season. Yeah. And uh, now the weather does come in fast. Like, it can change quick here. Yeah, Atlanta, you basically just have summer. And yeah. then there's a little bit of winter. Well, then when you go to Florida. Yeah, Florida's. Yeah, you're, you're, you're sweating before you get in your car. You know what I would like to throw in the Jackson suggestion box is I would like a Chipotle. A Chipotle. You don't need no home wrecker. You're already wrecking homes. I would love to have a Chipotle. You're already wrecking homes weekly. Well, it's just so good. Yeah. Here's what's crazy is on my entire drive from here to Gulf Shores, which took me seven hours, there's only one Chipotle, which is in Mobile, and it just didn't work at the time I was coming through. So I still didn't get any. Well, you got to learn how to plan. I know. I do the same thing with 7-Elevens and Slurpees. Well, it's, it's funny how you look forward to things when you move away from them. If you're just now joining us, my name's Chase, and uh, we're hanging out. The other voice you hear, that's Uncle Sid. And you can catch us every Friday from 3 to 4. George B. in the afternoon will be coming up at 4 o'clock today. And he's uh, from Parts Unknown. 
Chase, are you? Is your heart rate finally at a resting heart rate again? I'm still out of breath. <laughs> I'm still out of breath. I should have videoed it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but um, George B's been on George B's trip across America. It's been fascinating for me to tune in and see where he's at each week. We'll certainly miss him at Victory Honda, but it is really cool to to just hear about the different places that he's been and the people he's talking to out on the road. And then at six o'clock, we'll turn it over to the Eldersky, Mr. Larry Elder. Now, uh, George, I like both those guys. I like George and Larry a lot. Great dudes, and we're glad to be part of the same network uh, that they are on. And, you know, George B. helped me with some of my alliterations this week, Uncle Sid. Did I tell you about that? George did? Yeah. He's a good dude, man. We're going to talk about being the most elite version of yourself. We'll touch on some of those alliterations that uh, George B. helped us out with. That and much more right after this. You're listening to Strictly Business with Chase Channel. Thanks for listening to 93.1 WTJS, the talk of Jackson. Don't go anywhere. Chase will be back right after this. What words come to mind when you think of Honda? Reliable should be one. Fun, that's a good one. How about stunning, comfortable, refined? I could go on, but there is one word that sums up every Honda. Quality. In fact, Honda was named KBB.com's 2019 Best Overall Brand. We're proud of honors like that because we know that without quality, nothing else you call a Honda matters. So whether you choose the sizzling Civic, acclaimed Accord, powerful Passport, adventurous HRV, fearless Fit, awesome Odyssey, conscientious Clarity, remarkable Ridgeline, polished Pilot, or sporty CRV, you know you're getting Honda quality that's truly unmatched. In fact, we make sure of it. So visit your local Honda dealer and get into KBB.com's 2019 Best Overall Brand. Based on 2019 brand image awards from Kelly Blue Book, visit KBB.com for more information. I like me better when I'm with you. You're listening to the Talk of Jackson. For the hottest shows in the Hub City, keep it locked right here on 93.1 WTJS. We're back. My name's Chase Channel, and this is Strictly Business. Hanging out with us is Uncle Sid. You can catch us every Friday from 3 to 4 right here on 93.1. If you're just now joining us, don't worry. You can go to TalkLegends.com and you can go back to the beginning of the show and start it over. You can hit pause and get up and get yourself a drink or maybe you just got in the car after a long day of work. Whatever it is we want to hear from you, the number to do that is 888-77-CHASE. That's 888-77-CHASE. We want to hear from you. Hi, Chase. This is Mr. Patriot. I have a question about trade. Chase, which approach do you favor? The tariffs being pushed by the Trump administration on imports from Red China or free trade as under the terms of the North American Free Trade Agreement, or NAFTA. Always enjoy the show. Keep it the good work. I love you, Chase. Go Patriots. We appreciate the love and everyone who calls. Maybe you just need someone to talk to. That's what it's there for. 888-77-CHASE. Our friend, Mr. Patriot, Neil from Bradford, he had an interesting question. Um, Neil, I would say that uh, the Fair Trade Act, if I remember right, was about 1994. It was a little before my time where I actually knew what was going on. But I feel like the United States has been on the bad end of trade deals for a long, long time. I don't think tariffs are good for anything or anybody, but I think that if it's a short-term solution to a long-term fix, then I'm okay with it, and I'm sure that uh, the president has our best interest at heart. Hopefully it won't take long, though, because it could be expensive, and it could cost a lot of us a lot of money. He, he had to threaten to, to you know, put up tariffs because he ain't got pictures of them doing anything embarrassing in, in, at a party. 
that's true the old-fashioned way see i got that picture of you that i busted in the door when you're in the bathroom yeah that's why i get anything i want that's true uncle sid he's a master of uh blackmail blackmail uh, manipulation <laughs> blackmail manipulation uh, we're gonna cover that on next week's show yeah so you won't want to miss that we're talking about being the most elite version of yourselves and uncle sid's been working on that himself um you know, we've debated about that a little bit throughout the week, Uncle Sid, is because my comments have been, who defines what the best version of you is? You do, right? Well, we talked a little bit about that, and, and I'm just saying, yes, you do, obviously, and that's not the, you know, I'm, you know, we talked about like, you know, some people would say, oh no, you know, I, you know, you know, like you have a certain image that you're looking to portray. No, but but let me point something out. Just like that David Goggins interview, what did the Hawks uh, owner say? He goes, "What did he do all week long when they went with he went that Goggins went with him to the business meetings? Closed every deal. He closed every deal. And whenever you're going to follow somebody, if you're going to trust your business or your life or whatever you're trusting into somebody else's hands, like a coach or a mentor, do you want somebody that's laying around and and, and not doing anything? No. Or do you want the guy that's like crushing it every morning? You want the guy that's crushing it. Exactly. So that's the purpose of it. It's it's really, you know, it's it's great with marketing. It's great with business and talking about politics. This is a piece of politics that you and I have never really uh, pushed as hard as we had to because we got we, we got good brains on us. We got good swag. You know what I'm saying? We've yeah. always been able to overcome other ways. But if we did that, I think we would become elite versions of ourselves. You only get one life. Why would you want to live it any less than the most elite version you could be? Well, we believe we have the best listeners in all of talk radio and certainly the smartest in West Tennessee. But one of the things that I've found is, is this. We can all be better. Exactly. You can always turn it up a notch. I, I, exactly. Because you get complacent. You get stuck. You get in a rut. You sit there and, you know, you do nothing but, you know, whatever it is you do every day. If you find yourself doing the same thing every day, you're in a rut. That's a rut. Let me ask you this, Uncle Sid. Let's pretend that I was born out in, uh, what's the state with all the Mormons, Utah? Yeah, Utah, yeah. So I'm born as a, as a Mormon in Utah, and I don't know much about Mormonism, so I'm not going to put my foot in my mouth here. But let's just say I'm a born Mormon, and I was raised with values that had nothing to do with money. I was sheltered from the fact of, of maybe six, like what success really is. Maybe my religion's the most important thing to me. Maybe being a good husband or spouse or... So, what would, like for that person, their elite, best elite version of themselves is different than ours, right? Well, then, you know, and I'm just trying to talk uh, transparent here and open, open-minded or whatever. If you know, don't upset the Mormon listeners, Uncle. Uh, Non-Mormon or any religion, you know, they put that first. So, you that's what you should make sure that you're doing. But what I'm talking about is mind, body, and spirit. You know, a lot of us become workaholics and only think about our career. And there's so much more to life than career. You should also worry about your health. What good is a good career if you're going to die early? That's true. Okay. And what good What good is uh, a great career and great health if your head's messed up and you can't learn to love and accept people and you're out there causing drama and turmoil and, and creating, you know, adversity between people? What about the people that find that fascinating and interesting and humorous? Humorous to play with people's lives? Yeah. They need help. Well, I think most of them work in the legal system. <laughs> they, they probably need they probably need help you know I don't know it's 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 odd I, I think people do that out of what happens when you see somebody uh, like Robin Williams who kills themselves man that was awful and that's the one that touched a, a lot of us I think like honestly and, and I, I hate to be brash about this because you know we've all everybody's contemplated or thought or even ran through their mind at one point in time or whatever you know or through a pitch of fit or whatever but to me I think suicide's the most selfish act that any person could ever do you know I had a girlfriend attempt suicide while I was with her really <laughs> like everything all of a sudden guess what this is what the weirdest feeling all of a sudden, they're a liar. You tell me you love me? You're going to kill yourself? You don't love me. That's not love. People don't realize the ripple effect from their actions all because they can't take a little bit of pain that's only in their head. I'm going to go out and say something, and I'm sure everybody's going to freak out about this, but I don't even think depression is real. I think depression is a name of, of, a, of a problem, and I think depression is just when you got your mind set wrong. But you've got to learn how to control your mind, body, and spirit. The mind's a powerful tool. The, the, a mindset is a powerful tool. Man, I tell you, whenever you normally, for most of us getting around your mama, 
will make you feel better because your mama thinks you hung the moon. And you really need to kind of believe you hung the moon there for a while so you can stand up and be brave. Because if you start thinking you didn't hang the moon, you get you get cowardly and you get weak and, and, and you're not as bold and daring and willing to jump off the cliff as, as you are when, when mama gives you a good old pep talk, you know? And mama, nobody knows I do that better than mamas. I hope everybody has as good a mama as I do because my mama can make What if you like were raised mamas. in like a foster home and you were beaten and you didn't have a family, mother or father, and well, you went home to home and all you did was get beat on? With, with no question, it's, it's harder for those kids. It, and 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 if that if that's your case, you need to find a mentor. And and I'll gladly volunteer my time to help anybody who needs a mentor that's went through some of those times because they need they need some positive influence in their life. And I I would forfeit my free time to to any of those people to try and give back to this world. You know, I think that's a good point though for us to really drive home and to remember is is that most people would right like there's a lot of good people in the world that would give back and would give their time. And your time's expensive, but time's expensive, and and you know, like you know, now, like, do you know how many times uh, acts of kindness get misconstrued or misunderstood? Or, or let me ask you this: like, you know, one common denominator in, in, in me getting like screwed over by people or, or having somebody do something wrong or steal from me? Do you know what every one of them started out as? No, somebody I was just trying to help. Why do you think that is? That's odd, isn't it? Because I think some people are probably raised with low morals and, and are opportunist. They might not have like had a lot of wins. They probably got left in the yard and last to pick on the football team growing up. And when they get a chance to win and all they have to do is do something immoral or, or cut your throat to get there, then they do it. But saying that, right, you know, I always say the saying, if you, if you stab pigs, you're going to get blood on you. And I've stabbed pigs every day. Saying that, yeah, I've had some, I've had some outlandish people do some crazy stuff. But, dude, at the end of the day, your daddy won. I always made money. Never lost money ever. Really? Yeah. You, you just got to see it coming. You got to be two steps ahead of them. Speaking of having a mentor, we don't want to forget our friends um, over at Corpnet.com. The Chase Channel Show is brought to you in part by Corpnet.com. Corpnet.com is the most affordable, reliable, and convenient way to help you start and run a business. From incorporation services to corporate compliance, they do it all. To save and get started today, visit thechaseshow.com forward slash Save. And if you want to take Uncle Sid up on him being a mentor, you can get in touch with him at SidMichael.com. That's S-Y-D-Michael.com. His email's there. His phone number's there. If you have questions or you need help with digital services, he can help you with that also. Or if he doesn't know the answer, I promise you he can point you in the right Chase, direction. Chase, uh, we're not really saying Corpnet is our mentor, are we? Not our mentor, but they're, uh, uh, they'll certainly yeah. help us get okay. going in business. <laughs> well, well let's, let's, like, I would say my mentor or who I look up to right now in radio beside yourself would be George B. Yeah. George B has helped us a lot. He goes out of his way. He's a good dude. He's a great dude. Yeah. He's very, very intelligent. Yeah. Well, I think that you have to, here's one of my, but this is the best piece of advice. This will be Chase's sauce for the day. And I We're say, getting some secret sauce from Chase. Yeah, and I say this. This in, is rare. In, Listen. In everything that you do, start with the end in mind. Yeah, reverse engineer. You have to say, wh- where do I want to end up and start there? And if the path that you lay out doesn't get you there, well, then guess what? You got to pick a different path. Dude, you should have seen. I had an ex-business partner when we got together. I said, dude, do me a favor. How are we going to end this? What? We didn't even get started. I'm like, yeah, but I want to know what the ending is on this deal. That's it, it makes such a difference to really sit there and say, what do we want it to look like in the end? That's right. Well, same with, you know, talking numbers. How many times do you hear people go, oh, I want to make six figures or I want to make seven figures? I'm like, you lazy mother. What do you mean you want to make seven figures? You don't know what you want to make because you're sitting there just saying seven figures because it sounds cool. You need to know exactly what you're wanting to make. If you want to make seven figures, then you should know that that's $83,333 a month. You should know it's $2,800, right under $2,800, uh, you know, a day. Yeah. Right. You should know that's one hundred and fifteen dollars an hour. That's right. You know what I mean? That's when you when you project your numbers, you should already know what that is an hour, a day. What's your time? Have you ever done a time analysis to see what your time is worth? Yeah. And, and I'll uh, I'll give you another cool formula. You ready for this one? Yeah. A hundred bucks an hour, 40 hours a week. How much a year? Uh, Four thousand. So what? Forty eight thousand. No, a hundred an hour. A hundred an hour. OK, so forty thousand, four hundred eighty thousand. You just double it. So 100 an hour is yeah. 200 grand a year. 10 bucks an hour is 20 grand a year. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a really close formula. My dad oh, taught gotcha. me when I was little. Oh, okay. That's slick. Yeah, it's pretty good. So if you hear, if you're ever like going in for a job interview, you're like, how much they pay? They say 14 bucks an hour. Yeah, because that's, 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 that's about 28 grand a year. So it's 16,000 16, a month, well, plus the point three, but then times that's 180, 190. Yeah, 200 grand. He's right. Yeah. Big Raj with all the all the knowledge. Raj has <laughs> got some nuggets, man. <laughs> yeah, he does. I get them secondhand, you know. That's but, that uh, street smarts math. That's right. And and I get the death threats from Chase's mother, too. I, I hear them. That's true. Yeah, I get them secondhand, but I get them. She said, you don't straighten up, you're going to be in big trouble. I, listen, I, I know she loves you to death. She just didn't hold you as a kid, that's all. <laughs> Uncle Sid certainly... Uh, Left you out in the snow for a little bit. Well, you know, I think that in all seriousness and talking about being the most elite version of yourself, one of the hardest things about doing that is looking in the mirror. Yeah, you got to live with yourself because, listen, if you're... if you. If you can't truly look in the mirror, and you can lie to yourself and say that you do, and, and Chase, you know, you've even like called me out before because I I live by a certain code that I really try and. You are so right, Uncle Sid. <laughs> Testify. I live by a certain code because I don't want to have to remember lies, and the truth will set you free. And whenever somebody has a problem, I don't have to sit there and make up manipulative things. I can tell the truth, and it'll 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 tell the story better than all that crap that people come up with. I don't know why people want to sit there and twist things. It drives me nuts. Plus, who is using half their brain to remember all the caca? That's right. I ain't got that much brain to use. I keep it focused on what's important. Can you believe that there's actually a soundbite for preacher chords? I just can't believe we could find a soundbite for the uh, rock band. That's what I want. Well, you're the only person that knows what that is. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> he's been talking no, about it for a week. Can you get the soundbite for the rock band? I'm he's like, made, he's rock made band? fun of me ever since we went out in Nashville a few weeks ago, and I paid the guy to play Eye of the Tiger on the on the jam box and follow us around. Well, because you were mad because I did the, your theme song. Here it is. <laughs> Come on. Uncle Sid said at his next convention he's going to wear a duck outfit, come out on the stage. Yeah. That would be funny. Talk about disruption. Well. The closing duck. You know what? It actually would. You're, you're supposed to do that on stage. Do you know that? Yeah. You should always have a prop on stage so that way it differentiates you from everybody else. Well, talk about disruption. This song was disruptive when it came out. It wasn't disruptive. It was catchy. I mean, a song called Disco Duck? That's yeah. never been done. It was awesome. But everybody knew who uh, Daphne, or uh, what was it? Which duck was that? What Daphne? Or Daphne it was uh it's your world, Uncle Sid. Whatever, We're just it's the living. white duck, not the, the other duck or whatever. Yeah, oh, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> oh, let's give Uncle Sid a round of applause. I mean, it's been a long day. Hey, I spent all my brain power on naming the heavy metal teams, right? <laughs> you did good on that. I can't believe that you got the last one right. Buddy. If you missed out on the, on the heavy metal trivia earlier, you can catch it at, over at TalkLegends.com. If you go to Talk Legends, all the shows are archived on there. You can click which one you want to listen to. You can go back to the beginning, start it over, or you can fast forward to hear whatever part of the show you'd like to hear. Chase, you know, when I when I go to these masterminds and, and talk marketing and business, I, 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 I like to be in a room uh, where I'm not the smartest one, right? Yeah. Does it terrify you when you realize you're in a room with, and you're not the smartest one? Uh, no, it doesn't. Do you get nervous every time we do these radio shows? No. Zero nerves. <laughs> you know what's funny is like as long as Tika's in the room, you know you're the, the first time the... I ever got on the radio. I probably had a little nerves. Well, like, only, only because your engineering didn't work, and you invited every friend you had that knew how to do it. They couldn't. Well, do that time I wasn't as nervous as when I like actually tried live radio for the first time. But you know, it's it's one of those things that. It's all about the buildup, right? Like, if you make it a big deal in your mind, it's a big deal. Yes, but you should make it a big deal. Well, but I've found over the time, and and I've done a lot of things, speaking engagements, um, you know, different stuff. Public speaking is, you know, you know what the what people are most afraid of, right? Public speaking. Guess what number two is? Uh, being uncomfortable. Being burned alive. Burned alive? Well, don't drive a Fiero. Well, I mean, just imagine that. People would rather be burned alive than speak in public. Well, just like people would rather have a root canal to buy a car. That's true. But but then again, people are willing to be uncomfortable more than uncertain. So knowing those habits is, is kind of the way we, we, we script our, our pitches, just so you know. I've found out over the years, if you believe in yourself, and you take a few deep breaths, and you get out there and you just wing it, you'll find that everything works out just fine. It, it, nothing has a Right. Everything always ends, whether it's good or bad, it always ends okay, you know? Yeah. 
And, and, and you know what? Like, how many times have you had like a mountain, like an issue that you've kept putting away? I have a good friend who uh, was doing a podcast and, and he, he's like, your dog takes a poop on the floor. You've been stepping over it all day. Go get the toilet paper and pick it up. Same thing you need to do with your back taxes. Same thing you need to do with your, you know, the issues with like, you got to talk to your son or whatever it is, or your mom or your brother you haven't talked to forever. Just, t- just handle it. And I can honestly say, I think I've done a pretty good job of clearing my side of the street. Probably too good of a job, but clearing my side of the street in life. I, 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 if, if I died today, I would die Happy. Well, before you die, can you get that uh, that pile of dog poop over there? Where? Where is it? I think Chica left one for you. Well, you've told everybody that, so by gosh, you better. <laughs> My name's Chase Channel. The other voice you hear, that's Uncle Sid. And Uncle Sid's uh, threatened me. He said that if I don't change the name of the show, what was it you said earlier? You well, just no, don't put I any did, effort? Was I, that just said it was you? Your, I just said it was your show. I don't want to write what we're going to talk about because I get paid to write what I'm talking about. And I do webinars all day. I did a huge webinar today and yesterday. That's right, 20, 25,000, 26,000 people? Yeah, 26,000. Yeah. Well, that's, that's uh, you know, I think that's awesome, Uncle Sid. We, we did a webinar on how to prospect with cold email. How to prospect with cold email. Unfortunately, you know what uh, cold email is is, uh, is code word for? No. Spam. <laughs> <laughs> really, it is. I mean, think about it. It's cold email. It's cold, cold contacts. It's kind of spamming. To some people. You know what I've noticed over time is if you email me about four in the morning, I'll at least see it. Because when I wake up, I check, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, you check your emails? Well, it's the first thing I do is clear the notifications. So I'm going to at least, you know, at least I may not read it because it's early, but I'll at least see that it's there. And if it's catchy enough, I might read it. I was like that with my uh, office phone. If you called my office phone, I never even listened to the voicemails. I just, I I was like your mailbox. I just let it go away. (laughs) If you called my cell phone, then I would listen to it if... You didn't know my cell phone, then I didn't need to talk to you. First of all, I check my mail as long as the the lid's put back up. What's up with that? We got a mailman that can't ever. The mailman the will not put the lid back up, and if, I go on strike when he leaves it down. He does. He, he goes on a boycott of, of getting the mail, and, and the rain just tears it all up, messes it all up. Well, it just upsets me, and I feel like he's winning if I go down there and do it. You know, there's a lot of people that still check that mailbox, man, like it's the greatest thing in their life that's happening. You know, when I was in Spartanburg, I ran by Christy and saw Christy. Man, when she'd get her mail, I mean, it was like she opened each piece and read it and looked over it. I'm going, golly. I don't look at any of it. The way I see it, if it's important, you'll call. <laughs> right. So if you wrote a love letter to Chase and mailed it to him, it's still sitting on his office. In yeah. his office Zero on his chance I'm ever looking at that. That's right. But you can leave us uh, something we will. If, if you call 888-77-CHASE, we'll hear it. That's right. And we'll play it on the, on the radio, as long as it's appropriate. L- let me ask you this. If I left you a voice message, would you listen to it? Me? Yeah. Um, on my personal phone, I don't have voicemail. <laughs> if you text me, I'll look at it. Uh, I, if I, if I text you a video, you never watch them. That's true. Dude. You know, you got to prioritize your time, Uncle. <laughs> I, I agree. But here's what Chase does when he wants me to watch a video. Come here. Watch this. Watch this. Watch how quick I kill these two guys on Fortnite. Sits me down, like straps me in and puts like coat hangers in my eyelids and makes them stay open. So I focus and watch. Very funny. Uncle said. Reminds me of Agent, or what is that, uh, Clockwork Orange. That's what I look like when I'm focused in on watching Chase play Fortnite. Can you believe we're already out of time, Uncle Sid? Man, an hour is a, is a speck of dust in the in the time of life. Did you enjoy your vacation from the show? Um, well, no, I would rather have done the show, to be honest. But, uh, you know, I had to take care of some business. In all seriousness, uh, we want your feedback on what we should name the Chase and Sid podcast. That's not a bad name, the Chase and Sid podcast. I, I, I don't or do you want your name first, too? No. No, I don't care about that. I just want equal recognition before I turn you to the masses. Well, Neil from Bradford had a great suggestion. He said that it should be called Coffee and Conversation with Mr. Patriot. So there for you yours, go. it could be Coffee and uh, Conversation with Uncle Sid. No. You keep saying yours again. See, I hear things, man. Well, we're things. excited for the future. It, we're going to continue. Be, it would be ours if you had it, the right intention. We are going to continue to deliver the best content we can and the best shows that we can. And, you know, I don't even listen to heavy metal, but we did heavy metal trivia. Well. That was fun, though. 
I, I don't do a lot of volunteer work, but I offer to do some volunteer work this week. <laughs> My name's Chase Channel. The other voice you hear, that's Uncle Sid. You can catch us every Friday from 3 to 4 and Saturdays from 9 until 10 right here on 93.1. Or as always, you can go over to TalkLegends.com and you can hear us anytime you want. Any final words for everyone, Uncle Sid? You know what motivates people, Chase? What's that? MDK. You know what MDK is? Um... Hang on, I feel like I should know this. No, I don't. Are you kidding? You're in the car business, you don't know what MDK is. No. Mama don't know. Mama don't know? And what is it that they don't want mama to know about? I don't know. Cash. I come up with uh, with a new uh, sign-off for you, Uncle Sid. Can I say it for the first time for you? Go ahead. Uh, this is Uncle Sid. I'll tell it to the hot, I'll tell it to the cold. I'll tell it to the young, I'll tell it to the old. Don't want no laughing, don't want no crying. And most of all, no signifying. This is Uncle Sid's Jackson. We'll catch you later.